Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Mr. Wayne! This is Iris from Seattle. This is Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. We celebrate good dads here. Hey, dads, this is for you. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. How you doing, Ray? Hey, what's up, everyone? What's up, man? Yo, so if you're tuning in for the first time, thank you for listening. This is where Ray and I talk about the intersection of faith and fatherhood. And if you've been with us, we really appreciate you. Thanks for being a part of the Fatherhood Arise journey. Uh, Ray, is that a, is that contest still going on? The social media one? It is. Actually, it, we are excited for one more week because I know everybody's busy with the 4th of July. And I know there's a lot of nice. 4th of July celebration going on with barbecues and stuff. So go ahead and and still enter in to win that contest. How, how do they do it? What are they What are they supposed to do? So they what they do is they go under Soch. They go under personal Soch. Soch and then they uh, it's basically taking a picture. Show us you're a dad without telling us you're a dad. And so they they uh, take that picture and then they hashtag give me a rosary. No please in there. Just say give me a rosary. Hashtag give me a rosary. And also um, also uh, tag us at Fatherhood Arise. Okay, there you go. So show us your dad without telling us you're a dad or something like that. We're about as good at it's like two dads trying to figure <laughs> out social media things. Oh man! All right. So, anyways, yeah. Welcome, but everybody. But there's still time. There's still time. Yep. There's still time. Give me a rosary, tag us, and show us that you're a dad. Like, let's celebrate good dads out there here in uh, the Fourth of July, which is um, which is a holiday in the United States. Oh yeah, for for all our uh, international listeners out there, thank you for your yeah. listenership. That's right. So I often would tell my kids, "Hey, uh, does does Canada have the Fourth of July?" And they're like, "Nah, Dad, that's a that's an American holiday." I say, "Yeah, it does everywhere has a July Four? <laughs> Ow, that's Woo. right, Dad joke galore Bring right there. It. Go ahead, man, nailed it. Anyways, <laughs> in the first part of the show, uh, Ray and I talk about the real life of fathers, just kind of the the daily grind that is fatherhood and share some stories. And so uh, this week, I'm going to kick it off. And I got this just a real quick story, dude, in the Seattle area. Last week, we had a heat wave. Mm, yeah. And it reached 114 degrees. Yowzer. That's that's hot. In Seattle. In Seattle. Yeah, in my car. Oof. That's what my car said. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. 114 degrees. And uh, how do you deal with that kind of heat? Oh man, you stay indoors. Uh, well, here you stay indoors. We have AC units all you know uh, set up at the house, but I know majority of Seattle, you don't need that. That's right. Twenty percent of the homes in the Seattle area have air conditioning, wow. but eighty percent do not. Eighty percent is a big. But chunk. guess what? Yeah, guess what uh, percentage I was in. 
during the heat wave? I would guess the twenty percent. I was in the twenty percent, bro. I knew that. Yes. Yeah, man. It was hot. So you stayed indoors. But we had uh, we had some AC. Yeah, but I didn't stay indoors. I went to a party. Oh. We went outdoor in a park. We went to uh, the kids had kung fu, and so we were outdoor. We were out of doors. It was super hot, and I was just trying to deal. And so, just uh, I guess the best uh, advice is hydrate. Mm, that's true hydrate hydrate and trust in jesus that's my <laughs> and, and where <laughs> that's my advice and wear short shorts that helps as well ventilation mm, no sunscreen for me either yeah yeah no sunscreen wow really? i actually liked I, I wanted to experience it i wanted to be outside so that i could feel it because this is a once i think my wife told me it's once in every thousand years hmm. that it could get this this hot. we pray yeah unless you know Global warming, man. It's true. Trust the science. So, yeah, we're we're experiencing some crazy heat here. And you know what my kids did? They complained. They just complained about the heat all day. Sitting in the air-conditioned room, they said, it's so hot. I said, it's Did you not tell them hot. about the other 80% of you Seattle? Know, my mouth just kept going. I was like, what are you saying? Yeah, so anyways, yeah, trying to figure out how to train up my kids to not complain and um yeah. Good luck with that. If you if you find a secret sauce on that, do share because yeah, the whole complaining thing. Hmm. My my I'd current like plan, my, my current plan, to... Ray, is to take them to the Philippines and show them how our relatives grow grew up. And say, that could have been you. You didn't earn being born in America. You won the lottery. You just were born here. <laughs> you could have been born there, and mm. life would have been a whole lot different. Man. And blessed, though, because, you know, other countries have different experiences, but those are blessed experiences. But it gives you perspective. Just uh, uh, reminded me of a story that I told my kids. I don't know why I told my kids this, but I didn't really grow up in the Philippines. I moved here in the U.S. when I was in third grade. But still, I feel like I grew like it's still my home. The Philippines is still my home. That's a that's a growing up, yeah. I would say. Well, anyway, I had an experience there. I was maybe what in uh, second, maybe first grade, where I was just um, following a, a neighbor friend of mine in the streets and he was selling cigarettes you know in the little box thing and mm-hmm. he, he was wearing the whole getup of uh i don't know what it is it's like a big carton where they just go around the traffic anyway i did that for a day and oh, selling cigarettes and stuff like different flavored cigarettes i remember this uh, again i maybe i was in second first grade or something and i still remember it and i i don't know why what drove me to tell my kids that story and they were really interested in it. And he, they were asking me questions like, did yeah. you smoke it? I think I did. Like an <laughs> onion-flavored cigarette. I think I did. I mean, I was just... Oh and anyway, wild, wild stuff. Wild stuff in the Philippines. Yeah, I was going to go yeah. to a retreat I, and, mm. and in the Philippines. And they said, yeah, what we were going to do is give you a stack of towels. Mm. And you would go into traffic and sell those towels. And how much ever money you gained from selling the towels all day, that's what you would use to buy your dinner. And so if you wow, didn't sell okay. any towels, 
then you don't get dinner. Then you don't get to eat. And so they were telling us that that was going to be the plan oh for gosh. their for our dinner plans for their treat. Like the, that's like the whole day, all day. You're gonna sit out in the sun selling towels, and then and then get the money and then cook the meal or buy the meal that night with whatever yeah, you yeah. have. And if you didn't sell anything, then you don't get anything. And I and I th- did you sell just, towels? Did no, you do it? because they said last minute they they. Uh, changed their mind because they didn't want us to possibly die (laughs) or get kidnapped or or get kidnapped because we can't (laughs) speak the language fluently. Oh my gosh. Wow. And I thought, yeah, that's a smart idea. But you you. were ready to go. You were ready to go. So instead I, we we mixed cement with shovels in flip flops. Yeah. So (laughs) nice. (laughs) It was rough stuff, man. man. Oh man, yeah. So um, my, <laughs> I don't know how to transition from that, but my story is about consequences. Um, how do you feel about this? Uh, so my daughter, she's four years old. She went to the dentist today, and she had a hard time. Um, we've been prepping her for this because she had a, a dentist visit maybe three weeks ago. And they told us that she needs to go back there for some, some a, a bigger piece of the work. Mm. She had a few cavities. She was really, she's, I'm saying she, but really the blame is on us, <laughs> you know, with, with her dental hygiene. I, she's one of the ones that I have to like wrestle to make sure she brushes her teeth. There's a lot of crying going on and stuff, and yeah. that's coming from me mostly the crying. <laughs> uh, but but really, I wanna um, I wanna teach her some you know th- your actions somehow some way good or bad will have a consequence to it, right? So today she went to the dentist and she refuses to open her mouth, and she just fought them. And so they were, they showed my wife, it was my wife, I was at work the whole day, and my wife said, yeah, they were going to, it's like they have a special chair to kind of strap her in, and my wife opted to not go for that method. And I I agreed, you know, I was like, yeah, that's traumatic, that's terrible. She showed me pictures of it, it's like a torture chamber. Like, Oh my god. Yeah, so, and for a four-year-old, like, hmm... You know, th- those are just practice teeth, intense. right? They're just practice teeth. They can just fall <laughs> off. It's fine. Right? <laughs> um, so, so I agree with her. Good decision. Let's go. Let's let's uh, find a different so way. So you guys just walked. Yeah. Well, I mean, they said, they said, yeah, it. let's uh, uh, re uh, reschedule something else or whatever. But yeah, she needed just, cavities filled, but she wouldn't open her mouth. She a just crown, refused. A crown, a cavity, some spacers. Like it was like a few things that she needed to get done. Oh, yeah. And they were gonna, and you weren't gonna put her to sleep. No, they weren't. Yeah. So, yeah, they were just gonna strap her Ooh. in. Of course, they're probably gonna do some anesthesia here and there, but not not yeah, yeah. sleep. Anyway. I'm like, okay, yeah, I agree. Get out of there. Let's uh, a different method. Let's let's explore a different method. But then there's a piece of me that's like, well, consequences. Because I've yeah. been telling her like, hey, if you don't shape up, if you're not brushing your teeth the right way, if you're not brushing your teeth every night and, and every morning, then you know you're you're heading to the dentist. 
And I'm sorry <laughs> like for all the punishment. I know. I'm sorry <laughs> for all the dentists out there. You, you, you guys are uh, being painted as a bad guy here. But here's yeah. my question: <laughs> Why would anyone want to become a dentist? <laughs> oh man, you got to oh, look man. at teeth all day. Some people People's enjoy mouths. that. Some people enjoy that. Maybe. I mean, shout out to all the dentists. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that's like my thing. I'm like, wait, I I still want to um have her learn the consequences to it, but right at the same time, I want to. Uh, that's traumatic, man. I don't want her to have nightmares. Yeah, and, I mean, that's in. like yeah, because yeah, then she might not want to ever go to the dentist again. And yeah. then what do you do? Uh, hopefully, she'll be brushing her teeth, right? <laughs> right. Well, how was Pro- the brush tonight? Uh, she did. She did. She did a good job. She did a good job. And then, and then she said, "I, I did it, Dada." And then she went right at my face, and then she just exhaled all that stuff on my face, Blue? and I, and I made a yeah. face. And then she looked at me. She's like, "Why did you make that face?" And I'm like, "Oh no, no, I, I, I meant." Uh, and then I changed my face to a smile, and then she was happy. <laughs> she was like, "But yeah, man." There you yeah. go. There you go consequences so how, let's see let's yeah, let's, how, let's how you, unpack that a little how do you bit deal with that do you agree though like i feel like i don't i don't know if there's a, a, a too much of a young age to learn about consequences am i am i being too rough there has to be there has to be consequences and they have to be natural consequences they have to make cognitive sense for when right, you're disciplining yeah. so if you say, hey, if you don't brush your teeth, you don't get to play with a doll. Well, that doesn't make any sense, right? Because that's not a natural consequence of not brushing teeth. If you say, hey, if you don't brush your teeth, you can't have ice cream because ice cream causes cavities that's more of a natural consequence you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because that Mm -hmm. directly relates to the teeth issue or if you don't brush well you don't get something that maybe is part of your bedtime routine that maybe a story with dada right because I don't know if that that might not be a natural consequence, but that's framed in the in the um, yeah. like a bedtime routine. But yeah, like you you want to have some sort of natural, natural. consequence for um, bad behavior because you what what are we always talking about on this podcast? It's about building virtues, right? If we go right. all the way back to like episode three or something like that, virtue was, building, yeah, it's all about building up virtues. And so, yeah, in in a sense, you're gonna want to do that, and I and I'm a fan of that. So, yeah, if wait, 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 though, when when I when I'm using the the dentist's name in vain in in saying you watch out, the big <laughs> bad dentist is gonna come if you don't brush your teeth. That's natural, right? That's yeah. I don't know because that also <laughs> creates fear, or like the dentist is it a does. punishment versus yeah. this is a thing that we're supposed to do. I I tell my kids, I tell my kids, um, it's like going to the car wash, you know, we could wash the car at home, but it takes a long time. And sometimes we miss some spots. You want to go to the car wash because then that's the professional place where, where things go. And then, 
And then um, when I go to the dentist, I never brush my teeth beforehand because of the car wash analogy. Because if I'm going to go to the car wash, I ain't washing my car first at home and then go to the car wash. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So if I'm going to go to the dentist and I already know that they're going to work on my teeth and clean them, like I'm going to get a cleaning, dude, I ain't going to brush beforehand. Right. Because I'm going to leave that up to the professionals. Is that, <laughs> is that good? <laughs> that's what I think. No, I, I, that's, the, that's the only time I brush my teeth and floss. Is when I... <laughs> <laughs> why, but why do you do that? Why do you do that? I, I guess it's just an embarrassment, like, just to make sure that they know that. Because you're afraid of what they're going to yeah, think. I, I tell them, too. I'm like, hey, yeah, the last time I floss was when I was here, so... Uh, I... <laughs> Uh, it's all good. Yeah. See, we got we can't be we can't be concerned about what other people think. They could yeah, see through my, it. Yeah. They could see sure. through it. That's like lipstick on a pig, bro. You that's uh, that's you the can't difference hide between it. you and me. <laughs> that's a, let it all hang out, man. This is what it is. Oh, Here it is in its full glory. That, that's my problem, man. I get. I've I've mentioned it many times. I get anxiety when I just you know when I'm in the drive-through. <laughs> ordering food I, I get nervous i get nervous anyway, fair enough fair enough problems so good problems, luck to your daughter issues. yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah, want to strap her into a, a thing i right. think that's scary yeah, yeah. so I, I feel like there's like some violation there you know you don't want that yeah we m- my kid we had to we put him to sleep to put in the spacers yeah, i think that's the route we're it going. was expensive yeah. i was i mm. I paid a lot of money for that, and I thought, uh, like mid, once I signed the bill, I said we should have just left them awake. <laughs> Natural consequence, <laughs> right? And then waking anyway. up out of that general anesthesia to wake up, oh my gosh, he like freaked out. He had like a, a oh, huge freak yeah, out. It's hard to come out of that for a baby. Yeah, Very yeah. disorienting for a child. How old was he? Oh, he's uh, seven years old. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's. Crazy. I can't imagine though, but yeah. Yeah, so just let them. Let them. I don't know. Teeth are gross, hey, basically. Yeah, yeah, man. The practice teeth, right? Practice teeth. Have you ever seen an X-ray of a child's mouth? The like a full where they have all of their baby teeth and adult teeth. Oh yes, I, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, it's one of the most it's... disgusting things you could look at. The X-ray. It's like, uh, it's, it's like looking at an alien, oh, right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, and this is actually a great segue to our topic for today. We're going to talk about aliens. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about aliens. Mind-blowing alien news. How about that? Dude. Alien news. Are you ready to talk about some aliens? Who's interested in aliens out here? Oh man, I yeah, I I, I think I've seen one a couple of times in my lifetime. <laughs> Maybe in the Philippines while I was uh, selling cigarettes. Oh my gosh, is the onion cigarette <laughs> made kidding. you see aliens? Okay, so <laughs> so on June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, the Pentagon released mm. a report. The Pentagon That's recent, of the man. United That's States. And they said there have been a total of 143 reports since 2004 
that are unexplained aerial phenomenon, unidentified mm-hmm. aerial phenomenon. And so, um, and this is, and so they're saying like, okay, there, so there's these unidentified, they didn't, they don't call them flying objects, UFOs. Yeah. They UFOs. Said, yeah. They call them unidentified aerial phenomenon. And there's, it's, been, it's more official. Yeah. It's been like 143 of them, 143 live and since 2004 and they're unexplainable and the, but the government yeah, has yeah. them and they're like, we don't know what it is. It doesn't. And then the report went on to say, uh, it's, uh, I'm going to read from the New York times article real quick. It says objects moving without observable propulsion or with rapid acceleration that is believed to beyond be beyond the capabilities of Russia, China, or other terrestrial nations. Beyond. Yeah. Beyond. So right? they, they see these things flying in the sky and accelerating quickly or moving in ways that um, have no propulsion, visible propulsion, and uh, they're the um the other countries don't have access to those kinds of technologies so they've ruled out mm-hmm. russia and china and other countries that could um make these things and then they said so what are these things oh we don't know yeah there's no explanation so it, it never says so it says it's largely inconclusive what what all of these things are um, and they said they're, they're going to collect more data and try and figure it out over time. Um, but uh, essentially, they're saying there have been 143 observable flying th- things flying in the air that they cannot explain and they wouldn't say are um, Russia or China or any other country are capable of producing. Thoughts, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, first off, I think this is a big deal because, one, the government is the one reporting on it, you know, and it's uh, it's uh, supposedly uh, uh, a file that's been, that's kind of been in, in, in the wraps for how many years? For 2004, you said? 17 or so years of this? Yeah, since 2004. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there's a lot of accounts that they've seen. And they've uh, reported it. They've they've uh, documented it, and then now they're reporting it to the public. But I wonder though, yeah, if there's more news that's not that's not been oh. I don't know that's not been shown or that's an area <laughs> right, 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 right. Roswell stuff, you know. <laughs> Do you remember that there was like a. <laughs> Uh, storm area. Yeah, what was wasn't that like recent? That. Like last year, wasn't it? Yeah, oh. yeah, it was like last year, or two years ago. Oh my god, uh, it must have been two years ago, pre-pandemic. Was it pre-pandemic, I think you're right. And there was like a guy doing a Naruto run on the yeah, over the, that was behind the news person. Yeah. And they said, "Everybody, come to Area 51. We're gonna storm these gates <laughs> and find the aliens." Oh my god, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Man. So, so going back to what I was saying, I I wonder if there's even a, a bigger report out there. And I was reading this article that there is a nine-page report that was released to the public on Friday. Is uh, declassified information, but there is a reportedly larger report that contains classified information that will likely remain behind closed doors. So, <laughs> there's more. There's more to it. Possibly. What's um? 
uh, you asked me this before yeah. we started recording here, but wh- who's your first or who's your favorite uh, alien? Um, I don't know, maybe movie or show or whatever. Growing up, can't be Alf, is it? No, none of our. <laughs> I hated Alf. None of our listeners know who Alf is. That, that, that we're too no, old for that. Nobody knows Alf. They're not down with <laughs> Alf. Yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, favorite aliens have been like represented in the media in lots of different ways over time. One my favorite all time favorite is, uh, I have a guitar pick with like the alien eyes. Yeah. 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 And my, and my guitar strap on my Takamini guitar that I used for praise and worship for like 15 years. I remember that had an alien face that yeah. matched my guitar pick. So I don't know that big alien dude. I'm not a big alien dude. Yeah, okay, well, that's going to be a question that we're going to have to ta- talk about. Like, do you believe in aliens? But before we get yeah. to that, yeah, my favorite representation of aliens, you know, there's there's like the good aliens and there's the bad aliens. So on the on the good alien side, you could look at Star Trek. Star Trek. Right. And, I was uh, a Star Trek fan, yep. Yeah, Lieutenant Worf. That guy? Oh, man. Klingon? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I had, a, I had a... I like that guy. I had a teddy bear, and I named him Lieutenant Worf <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid. And so, you know, you got, like, the good aliens of Star Trek. Yeah, I want that guy on my team, yeah. Of course you do. Worf. He's like a defector Klingon, though, so I don't know how, how I feel about that. You want to be down with your browns. And then, and then you got, like, the scary aliens, right? Like alien the movie which was like the, the scariest movie, yeah. movie i'd ever seen when i was a child I remember that that uh, iconic scene of that baby alien popping out of that that stomach that girl's stomach right? that's right yeah that, that which brings yeah. me to my oh. favorite alien scene which is from Spaceballs. balls <laughs> you're you watched that movie Spaceballs from Mel Brooks oh my gosh yeah that's probably yeah, an inappropriate yeah. movie but it's one of my favorite movies <laughs> time out have, have you guys have you shown your kids that because i know that's one of your favorite movies we totally that showed my amigos. kids the, the space balls <laughs> <laughs> and immediately oh, regretted classic. it a lot of the jokes oh, went over their head but i kind of cringed <laughs> at what we were watching as a dad as a dad yeah it's probably not my finest moment but i also <laughs> laughed a lot so Anyway, Spaceballs, space they do a parody of the alien scene where they're in a diner and then the alien <laughs> pops out of the guy's uh, stomach and then does like a vaudeville dance, <laughs> sings a vaudeville song. Oh, and man. then uh, the main character says, what did he have? It's like the tuna melt. I'm going to have... I ain't ha- that's what I ordered. <laughs> Give me the fish or something. He like ordered something else. He changes the order. Yeah. Oh, Anyways, makes me want to watch it now. And then oh, my and one. then my last all time favorite alien movie is um, uh, Independence Day, ID yeah, Four. Yeah, yeah so Will Smith. Say, yep, yep. And uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And that that speech that speech, that speech gave, by right? Bill Pullman. My oh, gosh, powerful. Yeah, so good. That's a that's a great one of the greatest speech speeches. Uh, that uh, yeah. I would rank there. And they have the aliens that look like my guitar pick, so it all comes mm, full circle. Mm-hmm. There you go. My favorite one is How about my you? favorite one's E. T. Hands down. <laughs> e. T. man. E. T. E. phone T. home. Yeah. I don't even remember I don't remember anything about E. T. Except you had a gross long finger. 
he's a friendly alien. They're just exploring, right? They're just exploring Earth. Mm. He's a friendly alien, which actually brings me back to this document that was released by the government. There are no aliens, much to everyone's disappointment. There's no uh, evidence of any sightings of any uh, life. What are you talking about? Oh, you, you're saying that they didn't say that there was they life. Yeah, it's in not the in that thing. document. I, see. I was hoping that there w- there would be a little bit of maybe. No, not not even a maybe. It was just those uh, flying they, objects. They saw the flying objects, and they can't say whether they were filled right. with with beings or not. I I was hoping for like. Yeah, like the movie, uh, what do you call it, uh, Independence Day. I was hoping for some sort of uh, skeleton of an alien being or something <laughs> right. in there. Yeah. In formaldehyde or something, I don't know. Yeah. So so here's my question to you, Ray. Do you believe? Do you believe in aliens? Do I believe in aliens? Do I believe in, in alien life form out there somewhere in space? Do I believe that there is life out there? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. I True think so. believer. I think so. I think so, yeah. I, I it's it's one of those things where where uh and I want to ask you this next question as a theologian that you are, but before that question, we just discovered like a new species of sharks, like recently, like in the deep sea, right? I, that that's kind of my view of of space of the universe like we're we'll, we're just exploring we're just exploring out there so here's my question to you will that if if i'm gonna say if but also i'll say when <laughs> if and when we do discover a different life form out there in space because it's vast yes. it's huge right space is vast space yeah. is space so all right, if and when we do discover a life form in space, uh, whatever that may look like, does that change our theology? Mm, that's good. What yeah, what do you what do you do with the theology when yeah. if and when we discover alternate forms of life out there? Yeah. Um and they don't it doesn't have to necessarily be like a more intelligent life form it could just be well, but, another yeah type but okay of life form. Let, let me let me let me take what you just said we discovered we in quotes whoever we are science whoever that is mr science and your science discovered a new form of shark does that change your theology in any way no no it does not why not why why not because we whoever we are and Mr. Science, or Senior Science, as you mentioned, you know, it's it's uh, us humans being curious. It's it's part of us, and um, the way the way I look at it is God's creation. It's all God's creation, and us humans are, you know, are are part of that creation. And so, it's a great time for us to also continue to wonder, continue to be amazed of God's goodness in in the way he creates so back to your question yeah it doesn't change i I don't think it changes our theology because it's still you know it's still god the creator yeah and 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 i would say that's the 
that's the line of thinking that we would go we would go with. So here we go. We're human beings on this planet, right? And we have well before that, I mean, I guess kick it to the listeners. What do you guys think? Do you guys believe in aliens? Do you do you believe I have I've had a coworker who said, not only do I believe that there's aliens, but for sure they've walked among us. They're here. They're here right now. Among us. And so I was like, okay, that's <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's a bit much, but okay. And um but when we when we, when you think about life, when you think about uh, the the vastness of the Earth. There's a lot of other species besides right. human beings, right. and here's the thing: none of the other creatures in on the Earth need to be redeemed. Is that a trip? None of the other creatures on the earth need to be redeemed because God created according, according to the Catholic theology, God created all of everything, including our planet and all the species in it and including us. And among the creation, we are in the image of God and we sinned against God willfully. And then we human beings needed a savior to come and redeem us because we could not save ourselves. And so God sent his son to be incarnate as a human to save us. Okay. That's basic Christian theology, right? And so God didn't say, well, the dog also needs saving, right? We we had this discussion before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go That's on. right. So yeah. the dog, the dog's not going to go to heaven. Dog doesn't got a mortal soul. So uh, sorry, dog, but you're good as you are. Like dog living on its own as in its doghood glorifies God as a dog, right? But human beings, we glorify God when we're fully alive as human beings, but we also uh, sin and we have to repent and then we need the Savior. We need Jesus, right? And so... If you discover a new species of shark, does that shark then change our relationship with God? No, because that shark is already like part of God's creation, whether we were aware of it or not. Yeah. So what about the alien or the the extraterrestrial life form, the life form that may or may not be intelligent outside in, in some other galaxy far, far away? Right. Well, what we know from the sacred scriptures is that we as human beings have sinned and fallen and gone against God and need redemption. And so Jesus came incarnate as a human. But we don't know that any other species, just like any other species on this planet, has offended God or gone against God in such a way that they are uh, in need of, of salvation. Right. So uh, do they, do, do aliens need Jesus? Well, not if aliens are living in accordance to the way that they were created, we would say as, as Catholics that God created everything, including the alien, including the life in the galaxy far, far away. And that, that life is probably living. Well, we would assume that God did not inc- 
incarnate God's self into an alien form, but incarnated himself into human form. So out there, maybe they're just, they're cool. They're living in a good relationship with God in the same way that the shark or the dog or the tree or the sun or the galaxies live in, um, in a, in a good solid relationship with God already. Right. All we know is human beings need a savior. Um, but, um, possibly the aliens don't. So what you think about that? No, I, and I, I agree. Here's another question for you. Do you, do you believe that there are other life forms out there? I guess. <laughs> Cause yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with you. If, I agree with you in, in what you well, said. If, um, if, if there are aliens, those are our brothers in Christ, right? Like, like in the same way that St. Francis <laughs> would approach the wolf, right? And right. say, yeah. brother wolf. that's my brother and, and sister yeah. stars and uh, sister moon sister and moon. all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, we're, we're, we're meant to live in harmony with all of God's creation. Cause we're a part of that creation ourselves, right? We did not create ourselves. And so, what do I think? Do I so believe? Do you believe? Do you believe that there are life forms out there? Tell me the truth, man. Just say it. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Okay. It's also improbable. <laughs> okay. Right. The, the let me talk about talk out both sides of my mouth. Go ahead. And so, right, but like we live in a Goldilocks zone, right? This planet, the for for life to form here. Sure. If it was that easy, everyone would do it, right? Like <laughs> it would be out there. There, there. But in our in our particular solar system, we're the only form of life, right? Like this right. planet, yeah. because because it's the correct distance away from the sun to f- support the oxygen. Now, not every not every living being needs oxygen, right? Some other yeah. living beings could develop that have no breathing apparatus at, but system at all, but is but I don't know. I don't understand all of that. I guess what I'm saying is I have no idea, bro. <laughs> I have no idea. But isn't isn't a, I guess I would uh, I could appreciate it if there was. I, I could I could be down with it. <laughs> I I love discussing this. I love thinking about it. It's just I don't know. It's just uh, there's a delight in just that wonder of like hmm. I, I wonder if because you, you, I'm I'm sure you've heard of the uh, the plants of Elon Musk of. Um, heading out to Mars and stuff and he's going to nuke the, Absolutely. the the two polar uh <laughs> um what do you call it the two polar what is it uh poles of of Mars anyway i don't know the i, I don't understand i didn't hear of that he's going to nuke he's going to nuke it so why that, would he do that so that there, I, I don't really understand where did he get nukes i don't understand the science um behind it but to kind of regulate the the atmosphere there anyway i I, i'm not sure if it's nuking but anyway something something to that effect of of nuking a planet i don't like i don't like you bringing up things that are not substantiated i I, I will i will show you an article that i read about it it's interesting (laughs) from a reputable source please (laughs) it is it is not from reddit oh man okay fine but anyway, how do you feel about that? Like us human beings exploring or even making a planet our home or a second home. How do you feel about us going into Mars and living there? 
Are you asking me? It's 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 happening. It's twenty. What is it? Twenty twenty three. That's wild. We're we're sending a we're sending a um, a team over well, there. Well, you know, uh, I would like a vacation home personally, <laughs> so I can understand the the, the I, motivation. I love it. I love it, man. I love yeah, I can understand the impulse. Actually, actually, part of. Part of the desire to explore space is actually theological, right? There, there right, is a yeah. sense of the 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 continual reaching outside of ourselves, right? Because there there's a transcendence to the human, right? Like the the shark doesn't sit and write poetry, right? The shark right, swims. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't know that. I mean, I know that there's a lot of animal lovers that'll say, oh man, yeah, you know, like animals, they, they sit and reflect on their own lives and compose beautiful things out there. We just don't understand them. But as, as far as our understanding goes, we're the only species that thinks about ourselves and then reflects on ourselves and then does something about that, right? Um, mm-hmm. We create mm-hmm. art, we create uh, war we create um all these things in this yeah. uh in the self-reflection right and so there there's definitely uh there's like an introspection to go deeper inside of ourselves and then there's like this transcendent nature to the human right like that we want to find and discover what's out there what's outside of ourselves and and christianity has named that thing god Right. That thing that's out there that calls to us that we are a part of and made us and we are known by and loved by. And but it's not just a concept. It's a person. Right. Whereas some say, oh, we'll go to Mars because, you know, that's part of the triumph of the human spirit. Like, "Ah, okay, uh, sure. But there's there's more to it. It's more than just a concept, right? Like the human spirit is actually in line with a greater spirit, right? That's God's spirit. Um, at least according to the Christians. So, um, I, I love that there's this kind of, uh, adventurous kind of will to, to, uh, the human, um, that's our yeah, humanity. Yeah. That's part of our nature that was, um, given to us because God, in our theology, God wants us to seek God's self, right? That, you know, St. Augustine said it best, like, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Um, you have made us, O God, to live forever in your love, um, and our hearts um, cannot rest until they rest in, in you. That's from the first par- the last sentence of the first paragraph of the Confessions, right? Like, there's there's just this desire to find that thing that's outside of us, that helps us to understand who we are. Um, and that's just the way that humans are kind of uh, built. I know you had that article from, was it the Vatican, uh, regarding kind of connecting this uh, reports of uh, aliens or unidentified objects. Yeah. So uh, back in um, 2008, 
um, a Vatican astronomer kind of we we hold the same beliefs. How about that? So a lot of what I said mm-hmm. um, is echoed in this. Did they did um, Jesuit father Jose uh, Funes, the director of the Vatican Observatory in 2008, say those things, or was it me? Well, I guess we're we're of one mind and heart there, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but he essentially is saying that um, here I'll. I'll uh, I'll, I'll read from this article that you could find on catholicreview.org. It says, um, asked about the implications that the discovery of alien life might pose for Christian redemption, Father Fiennes cited the gospel parable of the shepherd who left his flock of 99 sheep in order to search for the one that was lost. We who belong to the human race could really be that lost sheep, the sinners who need a pastor. Jesus became man, uh, God became man in Jesus in order to save us. So if there is also other intelligent beings, it's not a given that they need redemption. They might have remained in full friendship with their creator. See, so that's how it would not necessarily affect our theology to find and discover a new life out there. Um, but just to say like, Oh man, God made other things that we didn't that we did not know. Now, some people might say, um, well, the Bible doesn't talk about aliens. So there's no aliens, right? Like a, um, a fundamentalist reading of the Bible. But in this article, um, it says, finally, it says, the Bible is not fundamentally a work of science. He said, it is a letter of love that God has written to his people in a language that was used 2000 to 3000 years ago. Obviously, at that time, a concept like the Big Bang was totally extraneous. So, um, so he's saying, like, of course, the Bible wouldn't acknowledge aliens or space or quantum physics or anything like that. It would just be talking about uh, faith and morality and salvation, which is what the Bible is concerned about. Although it does in the Old Testament talk about celestial beings, right? Anyway, it's a, oh, oh, fair. Maybe, maybe a different topic, a different time. But yeah, I think. Yeah, but that's in the f- context of the <laughs> heavenly host, right? Right, not, right, right. Not celestial, like in the ast- astronomical. Sure, if that's what you want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it really is though uh, connected. To, I mean, this is theology, the the study of God, right? And when you enter into that study, you know you can't help but be humbled by trying to understand the the Creator, trying to understand who God is, and it's it's a great feeling to be to be humbled in that way. But also, it it, it stretches you to like this is where this is really where science. You know, this is where science and and uh, technology and and all these different thoughts, right, stems from. Because us human, like, and you said it, us human beings. I don't think humanity humanity is not going to be the fullness of of what it is if we stop looking upwards. Mm. Uh, like if if we stop the wondering parts of of who we are, right. So right on to that because we. We need that time to kind of wonder. We need that time to kind of get lost in that because there is that truth that will ultimately guide us to our creator. 
no i was gonna say i appreciate i appreciate these type of discussions uh yeah imagination yeah some science fiction but at the same time it does really delve into the truth of who god is uh the loving god that he is uh, the creator of all right yeah and and that's what i would go back to uh is in our faith we believe that god created everything right the us and our planet and all the things on this planet but also the galaxy also the universe right and stars and if not just the universe the multiverse right like that every like everything is under the sovereignty of god so um if there are aliens out there god made them and god made them for god's own purpose in the same way that god made us for god's purpose right and that's that's ours to discover. That's just the way that God made that shark. God didn't make that shark for us to discover. Um, God made that shark for that shark's own self and to live as that shark, right? That we recently, we science recently discovered. But God is the author of all of these things. So if aliens, you're out there, I hope that you worship God in, in the way, in your alien way, right? That you can acknowledge that God is your creator. Um, and then the other kind of piece that I'd just probably end with is that I don't think that there's any question off topic that's out of the realm of discussion, even aliens. I think that's, I think these are good questions to have and to talk about, um, and, and I would encourage everybody, you know, ask questions. That's a, that's a way to dive deeper into our faith and to dive uh, more fully into the mystery of God, right? God is not afraid of our questions. God is big enough for every single one of our questions. And it's not a sin to ha- ask the question. I think that's the act of faith because there is an answer, even if we don't always see it or understand it man this has been a a great discussion and i think we need to have more discussions like this about anything because you know yeah i these are my questions but i know my kids have these same questions as well about aliens so it's always good to kind of prepare to talk amongst fathers amongst our community of fathers and our listeners out there so do share your thoughts with us on a social media or email us but uh, iris if you can can you wrap us up in a in a prayer as we end this podcast absolutely thanks for the invitation there ray Uh, i'm gonna read from uh the canticle of brother sun and sister moon of saint francis of assisi i think that would be an appropriate prayer i won't read all of it but i'll read some excerpts as our prayer so let us pray in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen Most high, all-powerful, all-good Lord, all praise is yours, all glory, all honor, and all blessings. To you alone, most high, do they belong, and no mortal lips are worthy to pronounce your name. Praised be you, my Lord, with all your creatures, especially Sir Brother Son, who is the day through whom you give us light, and he is beautiful and radiant with great splendor. Of you, Most High, he bears the likeness. 
Praise be you, my Lord, through Sister Moon and the stars and the heavens. You have made them bright, precious, and fair. Praised be you, my Lord, through brother wind and air and fair and stormy all weathers moods by which you by which you cherish all that you have made blessed are they those who endure in peace by you most high they will be crowned all of this we pray in Jesus name amen amen saint joseph pray for, pray for us. us in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen amen Beautiful prayer, appropriate, appropriate prayer in uh, this discussion. Yeah, I think there's aliens out there, brother alien. There, the truth is out there, man. The truth is out there. The truth is out there. Oh man, yo. Here's here's what I here. Okay, here's what I really think. Yeah, what do you really? I think they're aliens. I think they're aliens, but they're super small. They're not like six foot tall. They're like six inches tall. Inches, yeah, six inches max. <laughs> what is? That's why we don't notice them. They're here. They're walking around us, but they're hella small. Oh, they can man. hide. Smaller than a Smurf. Okay. Oh man, yeah. really? That's, That's what it? I think. That's what I think. I thought you were about to blow my mind or something, man. Some <laughs> conspiracy stuff. Did that stuff. not blow like, your mind? Like, like it's the trees, right? The trees are the aliens, <laughs> and one day they're gonna come alive, and they're gonna start walking. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, what man. alien tech do you think we're using right now? <laughs> Bluetooth? Is that alien tech? How yeah. is that possible? Yeah. How is this connecting? Wi-Fi? Anyways, <laughs> yo, tell us, tell us about your summer. I know you're you've been up to a lot of things. What you uh, what you got busy, going? Busy, busy, bro. Yeah, man, we're just having a lot of fun. But uh, July, it's a busy month. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying their Fourth of July and um, all around the world. It's not just a American holiday, but hey, July Fourth. July Fourth is everywhere. It's everywhere. That's also the feast day of Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati. Right. Okay. Oh, uh, the next the next event I'm going to, I'm bringing some swag for sale. So if you want to come through and nice. buy some swag, you can pick it up. But if you're not going to be at my next event, which I believe is in July, where I'm DJing, um, I think Father Casey Cole is coming through for a young adult event in Seattle. And so, uh, but if you can't do that, you could go to my website called to rise.org. That's C A L L E D T O R I S E dot O R G slash shop. And you can find some swag there too. And you can also check me out on Instagram at called to rise. How about you, Ray? You know, uh, we've been busy putting together uh, beautiful young adults. Uh, retreat coming up it's more of a conference than a retreat we usually have like a full like weekend and in, in into a, a week called echo retreat it's more like a theology of the body retreat for uh, young adults and then and then teens join in in uh, during the week but anyway this year this actually you still have some time if you're in chicago area or actually if you want to participate virtually there's a way uh, to register 
but uh, it's gonna come here the 9th and the 10th of July and so there's a, a few more days left to uh, register so go ahead and and uh, and do that uh, respectlifechicago.org visit that website respectlifechicago.org and there will be uh, Brian Butler our good friend Brian Butler will be there in person and uh, Jason Everett nice. will also be there yeah. in person so check them out and if you're in the area and you'll be there in person too right and I will be there in person as well I saw you as a featured speaker as well yeah with Jason and so and come through and spread the word come through you have a, a few days still but yeah uh, pray for us uh, as we uh, put that on and of course for fatherhood arise do visit us on our website fatherhoodarise.com and do follow us on the social on our social uh, social media platform at fatherhood arise on instagram facebook and twitter at fatherhood arise all right, that's awesome. And then you can also get that rosary. What is it? Get, hashtag give me a rosary. Hashtag give me a rosary. You got to mean it, man. You got to you gotta say hashtag give me a rosary. Uh, so uh, claim that. Get, uh, get your name involved in the raffle. So the only way that you can get your name involved in that raffle is to post on your own social media platform a picture of yourself, of uh, a... Show us that you're a dad without telling us that you're a dad. It could be anything but, you know, celebrating uh, 4th of July or anything really. Just being a dad type of picture. And then hashtag give me a rosary and do tag us at Fatherhood Arise. Thanks. It's going to be awesome. All right, man. Peace. Peace. God bless. God bless.